Hello and welcome to the Proper Car Podcast. I'm Drew Markey and I'm excited to share my love of cars and my knowledge of the car sales and service industry with you. The goal of this podcast is to help you be more informed about the car buying process, to help you find the best car for your needs and your budget, and to help you enjoy car ownership more than you've ever imagined. I'm your ally in car buying and I can't wait to help you out. So let's get started. The decision to buy a new versus used is possibly the most common one that comes up when shopping for cars. If your budget is anywhere north of $20,000, you're going to have options in both categories. So why should you buy new? And when is used better? Well, like just about anything I'll cover on this podcast, it depends on many variables. So today I'm going to cover some of the common reasons why new and used each have the ability to be the best choice at times. And along the way, we'll discuss a couple of scenarios that may feel familiar to a decision you're trying to make. I think it's really smart for anyone to take a little time to give these kinds of options some thought before they ever step foot into a dealership. Some good planning and research will save you money both during the purchase and in the long run. So let's go ahead and cover some of the most helpful information for you to bring into your decision-making process. And we'll start with buying new. I want to start by saying that this podcast is going to mostly focus on the long-standing traditions around car buying and the values that we typically see with cars in the new and used market. This shakeup of the last couple of years has been really unique, but I think it's smart to consider what car buying has looked like for many decades. And that's where I think it will return to soon enough. And so the first point often made when buying a car is the consideration of depreciation. New cars lose a big chunk of value the moment you finish signing the paperwork and head home in your new car. It sucks that that's the case, but a car can only be brand new once. And as soon as your name has been attached to the car, it is now a used vehicle for anyone else. But I'm going to get back to the depreciation side of that in the next segment. For now, I actually want to talk about the positive side of that situation. You're the first to own it, and with that, you can rest easy knowing that there isn't a past to be concerned with. No need to wonder if it's been driven hard or poorly maintained, or if there are hidden concerns that are going to pop up shortly after you buy it. It's new, so aside from the chance of some kind of a fluke issue related to the construction of the car or a brand new component that happens to have flaws straight from the factory, you're pretty much set. And although those things do happen, that's where the warranty comes in. And you've got a nice amount of time and mileage where the manufacturer will take care of issues like that that could occur. 
Most new cars come with a four-year, 50,000-mile warranty, although there are plenty of exceptions to that. And there are also longer coverage terms for certain parts in many cases as well. If you buy a new car, just know that you're probably looking at three to six years of what may be very valuable coverage. One of the general rules I try to recommend whenever possible is to try to pay a car off before your warranty expires. In the case of a new car, that can be easier to plan, at least without having to take on any added expenses to extend a warranty. In most cases, it will take people three to six years to pay a car off when they finance it which is interesting because that's the same time frame that you may have where the car is covered under warranty. Obviously, your use will adjust this. If you drive very low mileage, you're just going to cap out at whatever the maximum number of years is, and you may not really get the full uh, mileage that you could out of a warranty. On the flip side of that, if you're the type of person who drives a lot, you know, you might only get one to two years of warranty coverage. So always factor that in when you're trying to make any sort of decisions around how valuable a warranty will be. If you just put a ton of highway miles on your car, you're really going to have less time and less, even though it's, it's still there with mileage, less opportunity for those things to kind of pop up and go wrong while they're still covered by the factory warranty. And I just say that just so that you're aware, so that you have that as part of your thought process. Doing this process of paying a car off while it's still under the warranty helps you to prevent too many unexpected expenses from throwing a wrench into your budget. Maintenance items can be planned for in advance, and you're generally just going to be looking at things like tire rotations and oil changes and some pretty standard stuff. And even if you do find yourself buying a set of tires and maybe some brakes during the terms where you're making payments, you should be able to see those things coming 6 to 12 months before they're really necessary. And when you do that, it's going to allow you to set a little bit of money aside so that you can pay for those things. You don't have to put it on credit. You don't have to take on any unexpected costs for that car. One of the other great benefits of buying new is that the interest rates are almost always going to be lower on a new car. So if you're going to finance the purchase either way, I would recommend that you compare some costs when it comes to financing. Here's a quick example from the spreadsheet on my website. If you finance $30,000 of your purchase either way, and you're able to get a rate of 3% on the new car, but it's 6% on the used car, in both cases, I'm just gonna consider it as a four-year term. Your monthly payment will be $40 less on the new car, and you're going to spend 
$2,000 less in finance charges over four years. And that's a decent chunk of change. That's, that's a lot when you're looking at just the total financing costs of a vehicle. And to come back to that point about warranties, in lots of cases, you're going to have to buy one on a used car if you want to follow my advice about paying the car off during the time that you still have some sort of coverage. That's generally going to add another two to $5,000, depending on what type of vehicle you're purchasing. So there can be some extra costs when you go the direction of used cars over new in things like the interest paid and the warranty costs. Those may be all the reasons that you need to make a decision to go with a new car purchase. Oh, but don't think I'm going to let you off that easy if you're thinking about buying new. While the savings on financing and not having to buy a warranty can be significant and could potentially be the thing that makes the most sense for your specific situation, I'm still always going to suggest that you consider used. And one of the big factors there is the reality that as soon as you've signed on the dotted line, and you've got the keys to your new car, it would now be a used car to anyone else who purchases it from here on out. And the result of that is that it's going to lose 20 to 30% of its value right away. And with new car purchases now pushing an average of almost $50,000, that means ten dollars to $15,000 that you just lost on your drive home. Again, the current car market doesn't play out that way, but it still may in a few cases. And obviously, over the long haul, the trend has always come back to those types of depreciation on a new car purchase. And you might be thinking, well, okay, you're saying I lose ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 on my drive home, but that's ridiculous. I'm not going to go sell the car the next day. But what if your car were to get wrecked a week after you buy it? And if it's deemed a total loss and your insurance isn't one that's that you're paying the extra amount to be able to get a complete, you know, replacement cost for your car, then that's where that number can come into play. The same thing could be said even if you've just driven the car for a few months and you realize this is not the right car for me or this isn't going to fit my budget the way I thought or whatever may come up and you decide I need to consider trading this car in and getting something else. At that time, that's when you're going to see that huge drop in the value of the car. And to go back to the insurance point, the reason why you would see such a big loss is insurance companies typically offer you something closer to like a trade-in number than what the MSRP new car retail number would be to purchase another one. That's something you can talk to your insurance agent about. A lot of plans do cover those types of additional costs at an additional cost to you. 
most of the time, if you're buying a new car, it will add a little bit to your premium, but it is something that's worth considering and certainly something that a simple call to your insurance agent will help you understand if that's something that's an option for you or not. But either way, whether it's a phone call with your insurance company after your car gets smashed into while parked on the street in front of your house or deciding that you have to go trade this car in on something else, it is going to hurt when you see how much money you just lost over a really short period of time if you're dealing with something related to a new car having to, you know, be revalued right after you've purchased it. So if you're the type of person who doesn't like the idea of the risks of losing that type of money and you want to minimize the depreciation of your car, that's when you want to buy used. Yes, it will still lose value over time and as you put mileage on it, but it just isn't anywhere near as rapid as it is on a new car purchase. And the other big thing to consider here is what it looks like to buy a used car total cost-wise compared to the new one. I've said it before, but you might spend $35,000 on a used car when the new one identical to it, aside from maybe a year or two of usage and mileage, is $50,000. That goes right back to that ten dollars to $15,000 of depreciation number. Wouldn't you like to be the person who is buying once it's taken that hit? rather than being the one who is forced to take the hit. That's why I think it's such a worthwhile thing to look at used car purchasing as an option. In the new car financing comparison, I was assuming that you're going to spend the same amount either way, which could be the case. But realistically, if you're looking to get essentially the same car, you have the ability to spend less getting that car when you're buying a used one with a little bit of mileage. If your goal is to spend $30,000 either way, just know that you're giving yourself the option to essentially buy more car if that matters to you. And what do I mean by that? Well, meaning that you have the ability to essentially step up slightly on the features the performance, the, you know, the luxury, the whatever it is that you would be potentially looking for out of a car. Maybe it's a brand that you really like, but would be just a bit out of budget, or, you know, it could be a lot of different factors. Could be opening you up to being able to buy into a whole different segment of cars. Considering used will always open doors in this scenario. You may go into the new car, used car purchasing kind of decision-making process with this kind of car in mind. Maybe you really like the BMW 340i. You've seen it. You have a friend who has one. You really like it. Uh, They seem to love it. And everything about that car just speaks to you. It meets your needs. It's the type of car that you could see yourself driving. And that's really the one you've set your sights on. But the reality is, you know that buying new could be something that may be beneficial to you. And your budget doesn't allow for a new BMW purchase. But it does allow for a new Honda Accord Sport. 
And you know, that could be a smart choice. Again, every situation is a little bit different. But will you like one more than the other? Who knows? The reality, though, is that if there is a car out there that you really, really want and you've had your heart set on and you are essentially buying a car that isn't the one you want strictly because it fits into your budget and it allows you to buy a new car rather than one that's a couple years old, I would definitely say that's the situation where you should be considering what can I do with that same kind of money on the used car market. You very likely could buy a two-year-old BMW 340i that is the car of your dreams within your budget if you're willing to get one that's a couple years old. So just consider that when you're making your decision. The Honda Accord Sport is a great car, and a lot of people, that's going to be their dream car. But for you, if that's not really going to fulfill your desires, maybe you should find a way to see if the BMW can make sense for you. I just generally find it really interesting, and again, this is kind of a case where currently the car market doesn't doesn't allow for this in the way that we're used to. But what you can get when you buy a car that's only a couple of years old uh, for the money or the drop in cost that you can take on is pretty amazing. And it, it really frees up what you can buy. And that's always been something that I enjoy exploring with clients, with friends, and for myself when it comes time to make a car purchase. A $30,000 new car may have a two-year-old version that costs twenty grand, and that also means that you can finance it for less time. You're going to be paying, you know, that interest is going to be paid on a lesser amount. It may give you the opportunity to pay a little bit more every month, but still stay within your budget and still get it paid off before the warranty's out. You know, and there's a lot of things that come into this whole discussion with interest charges and total cost and not having to take the hit with depreciation that really make it make a ton of sense to go the direction of buying a used car. And that's why I'm always going to say it's a really good decision. At least consider it seriously before you make any purchase. Peace of mind can come from many different places. For some, it will be knowing that their car hasn't been driven by others, that they have this nice long warranty to protect them from those unexpected expenses. For others, it will come from spending less money up front, knowing that somebody else took that first depreciation hit and they can save some of their money for some of the other costs that may occur with the car. So that's why I always return to that point, to consider your situation, your needs, your desires for a car. Your situation is always going to be unique from every other person out there. And that's why there isn't a hard rule to follow for every situation like this. I enjoy that about the car buying process, though I know it brings others a lot of fears and frustrations and doubts if they're unsure 
what may be best for their needs. So as we wrap up this episode, I want to talk about a situation where this debate has come up when consulting for a client in the past. Like many people, her budget was mostly determined by the monthly payment she could afford. She'd gone a really long time without a payment, and she had set aside a little bit for a down payment as a result. But she was already nervous about adding this cost to her monthly expenses that was going to be a few hundred bucks a month. Used cars were all she had ever considered in the past, and with a fairly limited budget, it seemed like the most likely place to shop once again. But what we quickly realized was that the cars that seemed to fit into her budget when buying used were all coming in pretty close to the end of their warranty, or close enough that she wasn't going to be paying this thing off before that warranty had expired, meaning she was going to be considering adding the cost of extending that warranty into her payments. As a result, I presented the option of potentially considering new cars. We looked at a few options that still met her needs and and noticed that the drop in the interest rates that were available at that time, as well as the money that she was going to save from extending the warranty, it was going to leave her spending almost the same, maybe about $500 more to get a new car once everything was all said and done and the car had been paid off rather than going the used car route. What was especially helpful was it actually was going to keep her payments just a little bit less than it was going to be on the used car. The decision was clear for her at that point, and we spent the rest of our time together setting her up for the purchase, finding a few good options locally, and sorting out what she'd be saying and doing when it was time for her to go in and make that purchase. In the end, she spent right at the amount that we had estimated. She felt confident throughout the process, as well as when she drove her new car home. The time spent talking with me and sorting out her best options saved her from making trips to dealers. It left her much more prepared and confident about her decision than before we spoke. And it started her new car ownership off on the right foot. She is the type of person who keeps her cars for a pretty long time, so the depreciation factor wasn't as significant in her case. And she's enjoying this car, and she's very comfortable with the budget, which is the situation that everyone seems to agree they would like to be in. I hope that hearing these options for buying new versus used as well as this client's example, have helped you with your car purchase decisions. To learn more about The Proper Car and the services I provide, check out my website at thepropercar.com. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the underscore proper underscore car. You're welcome to DM me there or email me at podcast at thepropercar.com with any questions, comments, or feedback that you may have. Thanks for listening, and until next time, enjoy the drive.